Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Open your hearts and loosen your booty holes. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's Where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies Talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling To messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling From Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu Text, sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah Needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it It's up, up, up. everyone and welcome to couples therapy my name is andy and i am naomi we are a real life couple a real life couple of comedians <laughs> and on couples therapy in 2021 yeah, in 2021 we answer a couple different questions from a couple different listeners naomi my dear well, love what's up i mean we're coming to them humbled Okay, Andrew and I just uh, had our first physical examinations <laughs> oh, with a boy. medical professional. Oh boy! For the first time since at least 2019, yeah. early 2019, mm, and somebody's got high cholesterol. Somebody mm. needs a follow-up appointment to tackle the rest of her issues. <laughs> so we are really, you know, yeah. it's time to make a change. It's so funny. So I got my lab results. Uh, just as uh, some candy Naomi ordered, some <laughs> some vegan gummies Naomi ordered arrived. And I'm just like looking at them and looking at my test results, looking at that. Look, I'll tell you what, though. What? 
the cholesterol is not that high. It's a couple. <laughs> I don't know what the metric is. Millisomethings yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like a handful over okay, okay. the top end of what's so acceptable. So five over the top end? Something like that. I think one of them was not was like okay. higher. I'm going to need you to, you know, I need you to live forever. Yeah. Okay. I'm always supposed to be the first to go. I think it's a, I'll, I'll be honest, it's a genetic thing. I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. I agree. You really aren't eating cheese the way you used to. No. And you're vegetarian. So I really yeah. think it's just, you know, you got to be safe. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's genetic because my grandfather died of a heart attack. Wow. Okay. The, another Beckerman illness. <laughs> the Beckerman bloodline is V delicate. And I don't know what would possibly give him a heart attack. I don't know if it was like fighting in World War II <laughs> on Normandy. Yeah. Or, and, yeah. Uh, I'm sure that didn't damage him. No. <laughs> I'm sure that, no. Didn't, that didn't give him high blood pressure or anything. That was just a brisk workout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've seen Saving Private Ryan. That seemed like nothing. That was chill. That was chill and fun. It was yeah. a time to get together with your buds. Yeah. Grampy Beckerman, nothing. <laughs> nothing Grampy in your life. Grampy Beckerman. Was it immigrating from Europe uh, <laughs> to escape pogroms? Was it World War II? What could what could have possibly given you stress? <laughs> stress. Exactly. It's like, geez Louise. But, you know, I didn't look. I went into the doctor with, with a dang doomsday scroll. I said, <laughs> I have a lot to discuss I've made a lot of mistakes. And literally she was like, okay, we don't have time for all of this. So I'm going to need you to yeah. make a follow up. And so in the interim, what I imagined, Naomi, was someone with like one of those long trumpety things. Uh-huh. Made like, dun, 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 and then you unroll the scroll. Before I got all, in the room. Of yeah. all the problems. Yep. And the scroll just rolls down. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like almost like a red carpet of Oh, illness. yeah, I stood in the hallway. <laughs> a red carpet of illness. I stood in the hallway. Yeah. I stood in the hallway and she just kind of read it. And I just said... Any thoughts? She any read ideas? It, and then she read you. She ain't that the truth. <laughs> she really did. She was like, I want you to live. <laughs> I was like, wow. When a medical professional looks you in the eye and says, I want you to live. It says, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right. It's time. Naomi, my dearest, my love, my sweet betrothed for the rest of our lives. Yeah. May they be longer than the doctors are telling us they, <laughs> they will be. <laughs> Who is our guest on today's episode? Ooh, this is a fun one. We are talking to the hilarious, the wonderful Solomon Giorgio. Hell yes. If y'all don't know Solomon, you better ask somebody. Solomon is a stand-up. You've seen him on Two Dope Queens, honey. Solomon is a writer. He's written for Shrill, High Fidelity, so many others. Solomon is a gift to us. He also co-hosts the new Los Angeles live show called The Old Days at Spoke Bicycle Cafe. And that is a monthly show. The May show will be coming up soon. Follow Solomon to get all the deets. Yeah, you'll be on that one, right? I believe I will be. Yeah. First show out in the world. So, so it's going to be huge. Yeah, if you live in Los Angeles and you uh, Naomi has not done stand-up live in over a year and you want to see <laughs> what happens... Coming out. Yeah, and it's also outdoors. It's outdoors. So even though it says cafe, it's an outdoor space. So, you know, yeah. you'll be masked and safe. Um, or not. Hey, the CDC says you don't have to as long as there's not a lot of people around. Honey, it's going to be packed. Well, then <laughs> wear joking. three. Wear <laughs> literally triple mask it. Yeah. Mask over your eyes, over your ears, and over your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, Before we get to Solomon, you guys, just a couple of things I had to tell you about. Solomon show, I already told you. Also, 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 you know your girl's hosting a second podcast now. It is called I Love a Lifetime Movie. And yes, it involves 
watching Lifetime movies and recapping them. I host it with the hilarious Megan Gailey, who you may have heard on this show before, and we're just having a good time. These movies are cuckoo bananas. If you are interested, you can listen to us discuss such movies as Sleepwalking in Suburbia, about a woman with sexomnia, Pool Boy Nightmare, which is about a murder she smelled. You can also listen. Is that one? Honestly, I was, one? No, I was just going to say, like, I was actually going to let you say it and let them figure out whether it was real or fake, because it honestly could be. Um, you can also talk to How I Met Your Murderer, which is about a podcaster in the clutches of a murderer. I mean, there's so much to do. So if you're interested, just look up I Love a Lifetime movie. It's a good time. Episodes drop every Thursday. So, you know, Couples Therapy on Tuesdays. I Love a Lifetime movie Thursdays. We got a good week ahead. Yeah. And uh, no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. Whether you are in Tibet or Berlin. <laughs> Tibet. We're doing another live streaming show. Woo! Couples Therapy Quarantine Party, colon, Chemotherapy Maybelline Party. <laughs> now, if you follow the saga, you know uh, Mabel just had a mastectomy uh, and got the uh, all clear. Yes. No cancer in the, the breast tissue that removed, but because she has had uh, three tumors prior to that, she is undergoing chemotherapy. So we are doing a live streaming show with guests just like we did for the one-year Quar anniversary at DynastyTypewriter.com on May 22nd at 6 p.m. PST. We'll have guests. We'll have fun. If you'd like to send in an advice question, you can do it. Uh, make a video. No more than two minutes. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. You don't have to be in it. You can film your dog while you ask the yep. advice question. You can, someone last time, very enterprisingly, I will say, uh, paid for Sam Taggart, friend of the show, friend in real life, to do a cameo. Asking the question on their behalf. Asking the question on their behalf. That was beautiful. So there's so many ways you can do this. And send that video to couplestherapypod at gmail.com. And then watch the show on the 22nd. You can get tickets there. They're only like five bucks. Yeah, five or ten, whatever you want to do. All you're helping Mabel. Thank you. All proceeds go to Maybelline. So who's sleeping right now? You know, she doesn't even know. She doesn't even know she's sick. And that's beautiful. She is powerful. She is <laughs> hopeful. She is energetic. And we should all be a little bit of Maybelline. I mean, look, I don't want to be irreligious, but uh, you could say she is a goddess. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Andy has caught me calling her my true love. And always is like, are you talking to the dog? And I'm like, yes, I am. Okay. I think it might be time to get to the wonderful, the brilliant Solomon Giorgio, love of my life, JK, JK. I think I'm going to say, roll it. Now, can I tell Solomon about how he's a cipher? <laughs> Solomon, you're a cipher. <laughs> What's a cipher? Is that like a like a I tech wizard? Feel... Or... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the X Men. He can he can read. Oh, any he's language. the one that translates. Yes, yes, he's the a translator. Cipher. Yes, which would be decipher, but it's he's just called cipher. So right, it's... right, 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 exactly. Superpower. What do you now, Naomi? What do you mean? To me, a cipher is like a a thing in uh, in codes. But for what do you mean by cipher? I can't quite pin him down. What's going on under the surface of Solomon? You know what I mean? Because he projects, he projects glamour, poise, grace, the highest of confidences. But he's also a comedian, so I know some of that's not true. And I'm just trying to figure out what's what. Well, between the hours of 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., uh -huh. I shit upon myself. 
okay. And then between the hours of six to five a.m., I you couldn't you can't tell me nothing. You can tell me nothing at all. <laughs> How dare you? Yes, you're a self aware wolf. Self aware wolf. That's good. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. In the evenings, you come alive. But essentially, what it is is that uh, whenever I am down, uh, my way of lifting my spirits up is uh, a series of condescending, condescending self affirmations. Uh, so by the end of the day. Um, I do feel like the most powerful bitch alive. Okay, beautiful. Okay, so it is you work on it from the top of the day mm-hmm. to sundown. Maybe yes. I should try that because I've yeah. just been sleeping. Yes. And oh, you should sleep. Doing it. But you can also do it in your sleep. Really? I, <laughs> oh, yes. I, 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 like, I, I, like, I even pose while I'm sleeping so people <laughs> know. <laughs> um. You know we're going to be answering relationship questions. Mm-hmm. So, I so we like to, you know, find out our guests like kind of what are their views on relationships and- What's your entire history? What I've been saying lately <laughs> to guests is we're going to start at the very beginning. Yes. Your first BF all the way to the last or current. Okay, great. There's gonna... only one, so it's not going to be very long of a discussion. Well, is that tr- Wait, is that true? <laughs> because I was yeah. going to say, I feel like you don't have time for these hoes. I feel um, like you have like hot, like you don't, I, I imagine that not a lot of dudes tickle your fancy. Absolutely. No, a lot of dudes tickle my fancy. They just, uh, I tend to, um, the more, like I think the more emotionally unavailable somebody is, the more attracted I am to them. And that uh, is an issue. Uh, uh-huh. that, uh, <laughs> Because when somebody is when somebody's nice to me and attracted to me, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> wait, wait, wait! What's that about? Oh, it's probably because I'm broken. Um... <laughs> but no, I like I just yeah no. There's it's just uh, I I definitely dating is something that I know takes up so much time, and I'm very like I don't I don't suffer any fools, uh, and mm-hmm. there are a lot of fools. <laughs> yes, there's exactly. a lot of fools. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm like, even though you you have never been anything but nice to me, uh, I'm scared of, of interacting with of you course. because I know you do not suffer fools lightly, and I am ninety percent foolish. <laughs> that's true. It's you. You. I think you think you're foolish, but I have to. You have to understand there are real fools out there, and you you're not one of them. I <laughs> neither of you. I think that's. I think that is sort of a that's a double edged sword of my personality is that people who aren't fools uh, are afraid that they're fools and are too afraid of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I guess it's true. Like actual fool, fools are not afraid. Do you not know at what all. I mean? It's part of being foolish. <laughs> yes. They have no idea. Yeah, uh-huh. they'll come right up to me every time. <laughs> <laughs> now, how long did you have you lived in L.A.? Have you been a creature of this dark, dark town? Oh gosh, it's been. Wow, this can be a decade this year. It'll be ten oh, years yeah. in October. So, yeah, it's been a long time. Now, do you feel like, because we're around the same age, like, what are you laughing at? <laughs> you're, what are you laughing at? Your interviewing style is so, like, this is the most I've ever seen you be like a just like uh, Katie Cork, like a, yes. like a real like interview. <laughs> now, I have a question about. This is like somebody. Jiminy, this is, that was really Jiminy Glick. Now, Solomon. <laughs> Look, when you're dealing with a celebrity, you have to speak to them as such. Look, when you bring Solomon the grand dame in, you have to you have to bring in your interview skills. In. <laughs> Solomon, see me at my absolute worst at game show. So I have no shame. Oh, right. uh, I have no shame anymore. I could not have eaten more shit. 
I, I, you may have left before we did the lip syncing Oh, yeah, part. you had to run to a flight, which I said was the yes. ultimate power move. Yes, I, well, yeah. I don't think it was an ultimate power move. I just had a flight. <laughs> <laughs> but to do the show, otherwise, like, oh, I got to go. You were like, I'll I thought it wasn't going to be as long as it was. <laughs> 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 I thought it was going to be like most shows, which is like an hour. And I've seen been to the show before and it was yeah, pretty yeah. short. But I think it was just like, oh, it's running late. I'm like, oh, I probably should have. I also just mismanaged my time. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it was, it was me along lines going, oh, <laughs> I got a fly tonight. Not like, I got a flight this evening. <laughs> and I still said yes to this. <laughs> uh, so you've seen me totally eat shit. So I have no more shame anymore in this interaction or in any of our future interactions. Yeah, I don't think good. you, I don't think there was anything for you to be ashamed of. I don't think Have you. My oh, existence. it was. It was. It, I have my entire existence to be ashamed. I, I assure he, you, he runs on shame. I, I understand, but you have to. You have to. You have to. You, you're competing with what uh, what other game gay men have seen of straight men, and it is a very. <laughs> the bar is so low, and to get under it, <laughs> you don't. You don't have. You don't have the. Like it takes. It takes. You have to. You have to actually put the work in to go under mm. the bar <laughs> that we wow, said. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's yes. good to know. That's good to okay. know. Yes. My and my limbo skills are not very good. That's yeah. <laughs> wonderful. Um, so okay, Nami. Sorry, I interrupted your. No, date. go ahead. You know what it is. You know I'm half asleep, and so I'm trying to do the opposite of what my brain wants to do. What my brain wants to do is go, Solomon, go. But I know that's not appropriate, so I'm asking questions. But then you got to come up laughing at me. So now you ask some damn questions. <laughs> we got company. Solomon is company. Uh, I I've do want to know. 7 so, wait. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you've only had one boyfriend, but uh, uh, you've hooked up often. Yes, from, I've, from, had, I've had sex many times. <laughs> lots of from sex. The, from the times you've been on the show with Casey, yes. you guys have talked about yeah. about say uh, uh, yes. wild night, wild nights, yeah, wild nights in, in Los Angeles and the yeah. surrounding areas. Yes, I've, I've uh, done those wild nights, and I'll do them again. <laughs> what like because like casual sex has always been very. Um, uh, I don't like all the like chit chat, and it's not like I have like a a. a, a large rolodex of uh-huh. casual sex partners but like it's just like there's like too much of the like getting to know you stuff and like i don't uh, it's what what about that appealed to you versus Andy, like i barely know any of their first names <laughs> what kind of chit chat do you think i'm having over here <laughs> what kind of discussions do you think like i don't know their names first or last <laughs> fair okay i'm fair. sure i heard it at one point in the evening but there's right. no there's no retaining of information it's like so, like it's like being in an elevator and somebody asking t- talking to somebody about the weather you're not gonna hold any information you're just gonna be like where's that dick at and then eventually <laughs> you see where that dick's at and then you just go on with your life <laughs> well okay see now this goes back to my question because what i was kind of wondering you know we're kind of we're around the same age we're like I guess what I'm asking is sort of when did you sort of come into your own as like a dating and stuff you know like I guess oh. for me I would say like I didn't really date you know I dated like to, uh, after college you know what I mean and then like kind of did like a little bit of that but didn't really know you know what I mean like it was it was a little late to the game so I'm wondering um, where you were well for me because I was like I was just so socially awkward uh when I first came out and like uh I'm like I did, a lot of my confidence that I have now is definitely through stand-up because I definitely was very uh like 
very like afraid of like talking to people. Uh, and so like, I think for me, it was just, yeah, just dating wise, it's probably was like a few years into my standup career. So like, oh, but turning like 30, 30, like in my, when I turned 30 plus, that's okay. when I was like, and then you oh, were like, I'm, huh. I was out. I'm still have some apprehensions. I still am intimidated on in one-on-one conversations, but okay. So like, I just, <laughs> it's just, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, uh, I definitely move with more certainty now than mm-hmm. I used to. Yeah. That's wild to me that you're like 30 plus because you're a tall, beautiful black man. I feel like <laughs> they were throwing dicks at you. Yeah. For no, just they like weren't. A decade. Really? Oh, um, also, I think that would probably translate very well if I was probably heterosexual, but mm. uh, <laughs> I don't think it. Um, <laughs> no? It, it, didn't, it doesn't translate very Like, it's. Well, I also don't. Um, like, I don't like being fetishized. I don't yeah. like being right. like. And I can definitely. You can feel that energy from people. Uh, and I definitely, I especially don't like it when people assume I'd be aggressive in bed. I'm like, baby, I'm lazy mm. as fuck. You're going to get, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get what you get. <laughs> like, I'm not, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't want to make sounds. Like, this is not a performance. This I'm is... with you, Solomon. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm also lazy and I'm not afraid to admit it. I just like, I like, I feel like especially now more and more people are like, yeah, I'm more so happy. And I de- like, I'm definitely love that people are like expressing themselves sexually, but I'm like, Hey, there's still some of us that are like, no, no, no. Yeah, I don't need well, any fanfare. <laughs> well, I call it sex negative. I'm sex yes. negative. And Andy's <laughs> sex neutral. And I, so that's exactly what it is. All these young sex positive kids out here. And I said, honey, I'm going to lay down. Mm-hmm. And you can join me or not. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to choke anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I am not choking nobody. I'm not going <laughs> to grab things. I'm... <laughs> Like I like like let's just lay like we're laying down. Yeah. Why are we yeah, ruining yeah, yeah, yeah. laying down? We're <laughs> <laughs> ruining. I agree. Yeah. I agree. What was that? There was like a moment. There was like a moment of like a, a year or two where like everyone was like choking everyone. Yes. <laughs> a year or two. Where I think everyone. it's been a while. Of, I think I think choking. I think choking has been a discussion in the past year or two. Like and it's. And it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm so supportive of anyone who's into it, but I just, just don't expect anything of me. Sure. Yeah. Like Be- you'll get like a solid like head tap or <laughs> <laughs> head tap. <laughs> oh, good like, lord! If well, you want like a shoulder rub, I can do like a like a light push, uh-huh, light pressure, <laughs> yeah, like, light pressure, yeah, like a little rub, <laughs> a little yeah. rub, circular rub on the back. <laughs> yes. But like, I think it's funny because something like that, like choking someone. It would, um, I would just be afraid to do it. Like I've never sure. done, so like I wouldn't know my own strength. You know, it's also yeah. the way I feel about pegging. I'm afraid to peg because I don't, I wouldn't know my own strength. You I see just, what I'm saying? It adds, it's an additional stress. I don't want sex to be yes. stressful. That's the point of yes. sex is I don't want any stress in it. And right. that's, <laughs> and that's the thing is like, that's their relief of stress. So that makes sense to them. But for yeah. me, it's like, this is, we're not, I'm not coming today. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me do extra stuff. I'm not coming. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's let's. Do, by the way, sex negative and sex neutral isn't about uh, quote unquote yucking no. someone else's yum. It's about <laughs> saying you do your thing. Right. Yes. We're just gonna lay down. Lay yeah. down. And <laughs> well, not and also, talk about it's, it. it's not even laying. It's mo- it's. I'm being tender. I think that's the thing. Is I like mm. being. I like being tender in bed. I, that's my yeah. preference. Is tenderness because. 
the world is harsh. I yes. I, I get my ass beat from morning to night. <laughs> Can I just get some tenderness? Ooh, honey, <laughs> Effie, we all got paid. That's what that was. I get my ass beat from morning till night. <laughs> honey. Can we say we're tender positive then? Yes. Yeah, we're tender positive. <laughs> Tenderness positive. I yes. think that needs to be the next movement. Yeah. Tenderonies, yeah, yeah. I think it was. What yes, <laughs> tenderonies. We are tenderoni, tenderoni movement. <laughs> so wait, how long did you have a boyfriend for then? Oh, about like a year and a half. Uh, yeah, he was a very, like he was, it just was one of those like uh, first relationship for the both of us. Uh, not ill timing on how we dealt with things. Terrible communicating. And obviously he didn't appreciate me as much as he should have. Uh, Absolutely. He Absolutely. was dating the greatest bitch alive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Well, and it's just one of those. Yeah, it's just it didn't work out for and for numerous reasons, but mostly mm-hmm. because I just was like, I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Is there also like a kind of like you're, you seem like a pretty like focused, ambitious person too when it comes to both stand up and writing and 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 also you were saying you were like. Dating is a lot of work. I right. noticed that right out the gate. You were like, it's work. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, yeah, that's not somebody who's trying to <laughs> have a plus one hanging on his arm. I wouldn't mind it at all. It's just, I need, I need somebody who just kind of has everything in line with themselves. Like, I don't even, like, it doesn't matter what money wise, I don't give a shit about. It doesn't matter career wise. It's just sort of, just somebody who just doesn't, like, need, like, me making decisions for them. Mm, uh, right. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like, somebody who can, who just is can take the an active role uh, and pick up because I'm I'm yeah I am an ambitious person I am and so it's like somebody has to be of equal ambition I don't give a shit what that ambition is mm-hmm. it just you have to be alive you have to be like and it's and it should be at its and I because I I apply that ambition to relationships as well because I definitely don't think of being in a relationship as something I don't do, I don't take it lightly so that's why I don't do mm-hmm. it often yes yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't care if they want to be like the number one welder. No, I could, they as long as they want as to long be as they one. want to be the number one. Number yeah. one. They as long as they're doing it on their own regards, and there's a way for us to like I because I like coexisting. I like I like mm-hmm. making I like making things. I like I love collaborations. Um, I just don't like it when it's like it's uh, like I don't just want to be in the same thing as me. <laughs> I don't want to yeah, be another yeah, yeah, performer. Yeah. Uh, I don't think yes. I can handle that. Very smart. Hold on to that, okay? No matter how much you love them. <laughs> Wait, were you always ambitious? Or is that just something that's kind of like you've been infected by Hollywood? <laughs> infected. No, I was, always a, I was always a dreamer. I always would think... I think for me, I always like to do the work towards the things uh, that I fantasize about. I just never have any intention of them uh, becoming <laughs> real. <laughs> so, uh-huh. uh, like, through stand-up, I was like, oh, I could uh, do this uh, thing that I really like doing, and I can fantasize about where it could take me. And then I'm like, oh, I'm getting paid for this now? Oh, right, you're going right. to put me on TV? Oh, I'm going to write for television? <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> like, yeah. I, did, I did all the work, but I didn't expect this. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting a paycheck for something is always surprising. Yeah. I just got one in the mail... <laughs> Wednesday, I was just like, "Oh, geez, okay, oh, uh, yeah." I, I thought th- I thought I was just having fun, but sure, yeah. <laughs> yes. No, pay my rent. It's not oh. imposter syndrome because I don't think it's that. I think it's more along the lines of like I feel like I got away with a scam. Uh, yes, yeah. 
And totally. I'm like, and I'm going to, and I love scams, so I'm going to keep scamming. <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't the Writers Guild feel like a damn scam? Like, when I look at, like, the paycheck for a week mm-hmm. of writing, I'm like, you fucking idiots. You're like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's too much. Especially if it's, like, just a week where you're just pitching in the room. Like, all I did was talk this week. <laughs> <laughs> and they bought me lunch. Like, it's all dumb crazy. as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, always that feeling. Um, but obviously, like you moved to LA ten years ago, so mm-hmm. it's like you moved here wanting to do the thing. Like you yeah. knew, you yeah, know, why you wanted to be here. Yeah, like I was like, the, the, well, also like uh, the things were happening in my career uh, that kind of like cause I would not, I've, I wouldn't have done the move unless I was like, oh, there's some potential stuff mm-hmm. happening. Uh, it took five years for that potential stuff to kick in and pay money, but <laughs> <laughs> was, but yeah, that's essentially what it did. But yeah, I was always, I was always ambitious, and I always think like, and it's just. Yeah, I just yeah, I didn't expect anything, but I still work towards it, and I think that's just a good like mentality to have is to all because like like I just not working towards something is kind of just like boring. <laughs> like I like wow, I truly like, feel attacked. Um, <laughs> I most certainly do not work towards things unless I, I know I will have. <laughs> well, also I consider fantasizing working towards something. Okay, well, that's nice. Daydreaming it's... is part of working towards something. <laughs> You're visualizing. You're bringing yes, it to the front is... of your mind. You're, yeah. uh, uh, what's that thing with the uh, secret manifesting? Se- oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're gonna say secreting, but that's like, yeah, secret, I love, secret. I love, yeah, I do love like when people are like, I manifested this, and you're like, you did everything necessary <laughs> to reach that goal. I don't know <laughs> what you think manifesting means, <laughs> but <laughs> you did everything, you worked towards it, and therefore it happened. So I don't know if that's manifesting, that's uh, because <laughs> that's not magic. <laughs> <laughs> My dad is a famous producer. He helped me manifest a career <laughs> in Oh, God. I manifested my first feature film with the help of my father's production company. <laughs> Manifestations. <laughs> Visualization. That's, I, I have a theory that when someone in this town says they manifested something, they just don't want to tell you that they're like, their uncle is the head of MGM. And that's how they did it. Manifesting is code for uh i i am connected i had a hook yeah i had a hookup hook yeah, yeah that is oh, i just my assume theory. everybody has a hookup and like especially as like you're young you're white and you don't seem that bright uh <laughs> <laughs> well that but it's also like how do you pay your bills right like if somebody is like i've never heard you mention a job mm-hmm. you don't seem to go anywhere during the day and yet you have an apartment you have a hookup you have a hookup there's like no way and there are too many people having secret hookups which I feel like I didn't find out until more friends of ours started to have kids. Because I was like, you booked one commercial two years ago. How do you have <laughs> child money? Oh, you got parents who got some money. And now they're giving it to, to the grandchild. If you're driving a Tesla and I've never <laughs> seen you on TV, you got rich parents. <laughs> you might have a hookup. <laughs> I, well, I think comedy taught me that too. It's like, the amount of stand-up comedians, I'm like, how do you own things? You don't do right. anything. <laughs> like, yes. Oh my god. Like, fully. I had like I had nothing. I had nothing for so long. I had so little. <laughs> I had, it all fit in the corner for years. <laughs> yeah. How did you? I mean, how do you get past? I. I mean, I don't mean how do you get past like the resentment. Uh, but uh, <laughs> never. Yeah. That still lives deep within my heart. But I meant like. How do you what to come here to do any of this stuff, especially like 
Naomi and I don't come from money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was uh, the only reason we moved out here is because Naomi got a job. Yeah. And uh, I don't think we would have, if either of us hadn't gotten a job, we wouldn't have come yeah, out no here. No way. No way. How, like, how have. do you get the, like, courage to come if, 10 years ago? Like, what was it that, like, gave you that? Well, you guys were in New York, so it's... <laughs> But she's yeah. from New York, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm from New York, so it was kind of like because you, know. you, you, you had a scene, but it's a city with an industry. Like it's yeah. a city with a scene, yeah. and I was in Seattle, and that's a city with no industry. So you right, kind of right, have right. to. So those are the those are the cities where you have to make the decision to move to either L.A. or New York, uh, and or nothing's going to happen with your career, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, like very few of us like have gotten like picked up on stuff from our respective cities. Like Ron Fudge has got like a bunch of work from portland before he moved to la uh but that's not mm-hmm. gonna happen for all of us uh yeah um, yeah yeah i so forgot kinda... seattle i always forget you're from seattle i don't know yeah. why i'm always thinking it's something else because my other thing is like because first of all i love one of the first time i saw you do stand up you know you did so many jokes about your mother so you know you understand black mama drama <laughs> and so that is like what's very important to me but also too like you have three hot brothers and are they all <laughs> married or in relationships? Like, I know there's at least one bit, one, you have like one niece or nephew. Like, I feel like they're very like settled, grown up um, boys. There's, well, one of them is living with me and he's just, oh. he's just, uh, he's, he's, a, he's the only loose one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the loose end. <laughs> he's the only fray uh, in this current climate. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, yeah, we like, I moved to Seattle in like the mid nineties, uh, from central height of grunge. Is that Mm -hmm. grunge, Andy? The mid nineties? Yes. That Mm -hmm. was, yes. You were in the epicenter of, uh, of, uh, Nirvana and mud honey and Pearl jam. Ew, mud honey was a band. Green river band. Sad white people (laughs) galore from as far as the eye can see never ending (laughs) it's like what are you sad about and they're like the music and you're like that isn't that's not how that works (laughs) (laughs) but like i guess i'm I'm saying that though to say like did you feel also that pressure like i know i feel like this thing with my mother was growing up the way i did was like if i was gonna do this i had to be successful there was no in between because not only would it been would it have been a sort of ego bruise Mm -hmm. but also like i remember at one point my mom said to me I was in New York, and I'm, I think I was, like, in between temp jobs, you know, something. And I'm kind of doing stand-up at night, but obviously it's just, like, bar shows, whatever. And she, like, literally said to me straight up, she goes, Naomi, I did not work as hard as I did for this to be your life. <laughs> Very serious, right? Yes. So it was like, well, there's literally no way for me. Like, I have to, like, make this my living. There's no way I can just, like, keep doing a bar show. <laughs> And still get love from my mother. Yeah. Did you have that pressure? <laughs> um, mine was actually spite uh, that I used. I was more along the lines of, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna prove you. I'm gonna prove you motherfuckers wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna, okay. you guys. It's like, Solomon, you don't. You, what are you doing? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Is this what you want your life to be? I'm like, you know what, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna eat these words. And yeah, now she, now I give her money, and she's like, you know what? <laughs> I think what you do is wonderful. <laughs> Lots of compliments coming now that she got her bills paid for. <laughs> was there a moment where that spite, where like you felt like the spite had been fulfilled? <laughs> the spite. Oh, there's there's so many people that it's the great thing about uh, this country is that it will give you so many things to be spiteful about. So it's it's a never ending. <laughs> The tank is always full. 
yeah. See, this is I, this is where I feel like we connect. Some <laughs> resentment, spite. Yeah, it's all, never. Yeah. We're gonna. I'm gonna keep. Like it's like at this point, unless I become like a god, I think I will have. I'll no, have plenty it. of spite mm-hmm. to keep going. Yep. 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 Hey. <laughs> Reach for the reach for those clouds. I don't exactly. know. What, reach for the clouds. <laughs> yeah. What? Where does a god live? I don't oh, know. Okay. Like the stars. I, I was like, I've never heard the phrase "reach for the clouds," Andrew. Because in my mind, you were Zeus. <laughs> in my mind, okay, Solomon, in your was mind Zeus. Solomon was Zeus. Zeus. Okay, living, say no more. Living in Olympia in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I pictured. Oh, what? No one else pictured Solomon as Zeus in the clouds. No, Look, I'll accept the clouds. I just feel like that's a weird place for the gods to live. That's like you can't even see people from that far up. <laughs> Right. Well, it's Mount Olympus. I just, yeah. in my mind, Mount Olympus, there are clouds around the top where you are. You're in a toga. Yeah. You're holding a lightning bolt. You're very you know stately. Probably as you always be wearing are. A, uh, probably wearing a fur coat. That's cold up there. It is not <laughs> <laughs> a mountain now top. That. And just a toga? What the fuck are these gods doing? <laughs> Holy shit. I really want to see that now. I want to see your version of Zeus. Yeah. Zeus, but make fur it coat. Solomon. <laughs> Zeus, but make it fashion. Fake fur, obviously, but... Obviously, but still. I, I wasn't gonna... You need the insulation. <laughs> of course. Okay. Okay, this feels good. I feel like I'm ready. Do you feel ready, Indy? Yeah, I feel pretty good. Okay. So how do you feel, Solomon? Do you feel like... We... I'm are we, yeah, I'm happy to answer people's questions and just give them yes. the wrong advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office. Okay, I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good at it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got in the new t-shirt shop. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. 
Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends, it is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out, but the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but for comparison, me undies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. MeUndies got style for everyone, from all-black classics to fun, expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at MeUndies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Hey, y'all, wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm-hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes Gotta Miss a Bitch and Jubu t-shirts, which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple. Five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. I'm here to give you the wrong advice with Solomon Giorgio. <laughs> then that is what I'm into. Now, Andy, which, what is our first version? Well. Of, because as you know, well, Solomon, maybe you don't know. We get DMs on Instagram and Twitter. We get emails to CouplesTherapyPod at gmail.com. We get mm-hmm. voicemails. Mm-hmm. And voicemails are my favorite because you can really hear where someone's at emotionally. Uh, why, my dear, this first one is a voicemail. Thank God. And of course, if you would like to leave your own voicemail, 323-524-7839, please keep it to under three minutes. I suggest setting a timer (laughs) because you will get cut off. Recently, a number of people have left uh, two or three messages because they Mm. kept getting cut off. All right. Yeah. They just practice first. Write it down and practice. Yeah. (laughs) Hi, Naomi and Andy. Uh, I have been seeing this guy since December. We made things a little more official in February. Uh, we have a lot of fun together. He's very caring and affectionate. Uh, my close social circle is a lot of other LGBT people uh, as a gay man. Uh, his social circle just happens to be a lot more straight people. 
which I do not have a lot of in my life. <laughs> um, he plays video games online with a group of guys who I have recently learned are all Trump supporters and voted for him in 2020. Uh, this is who he associates as his closest friends. He said eventually the goal would be for me to attend parties and things like that with these people um, because that's what he did pre-pandemic. So when the time comes, that's what he expects life to be like. Um, for me, I can't imagine feigning some sort of friendship with Trump supporters. Uh, is it possible to maintain a relationship when I want nothing to do with his friends? Am I being unfair and prejudging? Or is it 2021 and there's a hard line? Uh, I just don't know if I'm being unfair or if this is the reality of the world and I need to set some boundaries. Uh, hope you can help me. Thanks. <clears throat> I got an answer. Huh. <laughs> can I just oh, say I'm... what my actual physical reaction was? <laughs> uh, gritted teeth. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> my reaction is... Uh... Fuck, fuck that guy. <laughs> Why are you wasting your time? He plays online video games with Trump supporters. That's what what I heard was I know a guy who spends all day playing video games with Trump supporters. And I just I'm sorry that you ever got caught into that. <laughs> I know. I know. Untangle I like, the web. <laughs> I mean, because this is because here's the thing. Because my first question, too, would be also like, well, have you talked to him about this? Mm-hmm. Because. I believe it's 2021 and we now draw a hard line, but I understand that some people don't have that impulse where they're like, well, we, you know, some people are just like, we don't talk politics or it's like, we don't want to, I don't want to fight. I still think it's like, "Mm, that's a privilege that you can just like ignore things and keep going about your business. So I don't buy it. But I think it's like, what does he say when you're like, Hey, I can't fuck with a Trump supporter. Yeah, it's well for me. This is this also this phone call is a nice little slice of his privilege because he can, can he can make the decision on whether or not he should be friends with possibly terrible people. Like you can get a chance to figure out who they are and maybe get to know them better. But ultimately, they made a decision to elect to vote for someone, an open white supremacist who right. was yeah. who specifically said incendiary words to, uh, to amongst like to uh, to every person of color in this country. <laughs> so yeah. You have to decide that if that is somebody you're associating with somebody who's okay with being in that, like, even if they don't talk about things, he's still giving yep. a soft approval of their political beliefs. Right. And at this right. point in history, when we're dealing with literal Nazis on the streets being murderous, rampageous motherfuckers, and you have to make that decision to be like, no, I don't need, <laughs> and because it's not going to go get out of your head. It's never going to go at, like, it's going to be something in the back of your mind that you're going to feel guilty about. And that's not mm. a basis you should be starting a relationship with. Like, you should be starting a relationship in the most positive note possible. Yeah. And yeah. If, you're, if that's not where it's starting at, then you are taking too big of a risk that's going to lead to much bigger resentment in the future. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> flat out. <laughs> I'm like, it's, 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 yeah. I don't know what else to do. Like, I, I mean, look, there's this, there's like this part of me that's like wants to try to rehabilitate <laughs> the less racist. I don't know what to do about that. Look, this is the thing. It's just like he Trump was an open white supremacist. There was no there's yeah. no like debating this kind of stuff. And everyone around him was like one of the most fucking loathsome mutants in the <laughs> world. Just like the most disgusting. Like Stephen Miller is fucking like if um, if Gollum. uh 
<laughs> I was gonna say I've gone fucked a pile of feces. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, first thought, best thought. Mm-hmm. I was really, I was really trying to think of something more clever or something more. <laughs> but uh, it's also uh, like it's, it's just one, it's one of the things where like people like that do give permission to exist with people that they ha- openly hate. Like there's people who are racist that are fine with black people in their presence. There are people like mm-hmm. and these people. So it's like. Yeah, he knows these people, and they probably are like, we're fine that you're gay. But in honest truth, they're not. <laughs> they're not. Right. And there's no way right. they can be. Uh, and if they are, they're living, they've decided to have a contradiction, and that is even more warped of a, of a belief. Like, like it's just it's right. one of those things where it's like, do you want, do you, like, it's, you're going to end up thinking that you can change people who are not generally changeable outside of being shamed furiously by society as a whole <laughs> yes yes mm-hmm. that's one of the things Naomi and i've been saying for years now we have to bring shame back right we have not to bring shame about shame. like sexual things not shame mm. about like those personal things but shame about you have to feel at the very least you may not feel bad about being a white supremacist but you should feel that it is shameful yeah. to yes. say it publicly yeah you should have we, to yeah. keep it to yourself we need to bring that back let's start <laughs> this campaign <laughs> No, it should be definitely like everyone who associates with things should be like people. People make fun of us. I'm like, not enough. Not enough people do because exactly. you, exactly. you feel comfortable enough to speak about it and you feel comfortable enough to think you're not. And they're like they're, they, and they use enough dog whistle things to assume that they're like safe. But I'm like, we know who you are. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, and I also say this and I know, you know, I believe you can tell a lot about people by the company they keep. Mm-hmm. So I also need you to kind of look at this person you're in a relationship with. Because this person has no problem, you know, because again, it's not even just that their voices, you know, you play video games with, right? Headset, no, 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 you saying you hang out offline. So Mm -hmm. that's even worse. It's like one thing if you're like, well, I never see them. I just, you know, even then still fucked up, but I could kind of see being like online. I don't care. But no, you interact with these people. You interact with these people knowing full well what they think. And if they have decided that, uh, they can be friends with a gay man, and that's the one sliver of acceptance they have in their life. Why do you want to be friends with them? Yeah. Why does your boyfriend want to be friends with them? I just have to say, like, if you're a little too loose about, you know, that kind of thing, meaning people, uh, bigots, if you're, like, kind of just like, down <laughs> to just, like, have a little, like, let's get a cocktail with a bigot. Yeah. No, 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 no. Too loose. It's, like, a, it's a gateway. It's going to get worse. Yeah. Absolutely not. I mean, I, fa- I mean, you hate to be too harsh because I know, like, you know, we all have friends who can be a little trifling or they get mm-hmm. drunk and embarrass you. So you, I hate to say, like, you know, your friends say something about you all the time. But certainly that type of yeah point of view on life that you choose to be around. It's eventually, yeah, it's eventually going to lead up to something. And then you're going to have to be like, oh, I like it's he's going to probably get like. Give it a while. He'll say he'll say something. He'll say some fucked up too. <laughs> Give him a little yeah, time. Yeah. Give him a little time. Yeah. He'll say something fucked up too. Like you can't. Like you can't. If you spend that much time with people, you have to have something outside of just the video games to relate to. So right, right. Yeah. I just want to say, look, we're not at. We're not trying to police anyone's thoughts. All right. We just want them to keep their thoughts private. <laughs> no, I want to police their thoughts. I want to make. I want to erase every white supremacist memory as. <laughs> As much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. That needs to be a new Men in Black. Men in oh, Black yeah. shouldn't be about aliens. It should be going around with that neuralizer thing. 
yeah. and erasing the memories of white supremacy. But if it was like like if it was like something that I can put like a glove that I can put on my hand <laughs> and I could and just one slap yeah. make some stuff. Slappable. Slappable. This is a good idea. This is a great idea. Look, the men in slap uh, will be <laughs> Oh my god. Wow. That's right. it. That's All that's right. it. You yeah. need to figure out. You know you don't need to be with this person. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where you know it's not a good idea and you can tell it's not a good idea and I know that you're reaching out uh, to this number to to just get the affirmation that it's not a good idea cuz <laughs> you you already know that this show has one black person. <laughs> 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 and the other one's like, oh, so you also the, uh, the, the, the Jewish person. So I think they're going to be like, hey, maybe don't date the guy who's right, hanging exactly. out and chill <laughs> with <laughs> with Nazi sympathizers. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, it's you know what? It's just this is part of me. I'm just like, we can rehabilitate these people. <laughs> and that part of me, the 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 um the longer time goes on. That part of me just gets like crut. That that little part that started off as like a tiny pea is now like a molecule. Yeah, you it's should get like rid of atom. it uh, completely. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, Andy, it's, I mean, it's gone now. It's don't... it's at, at this point, it's gone. Look, what you need to do is work on the script to Men in Slap and not worry about <laughs> <laughs> starring Naomi and Solomon. Starring wow, Naomi and Solomon. Be really fun. We would look good in suits. Oh, we I would look good in suits. I just we look good slapping the shit out of white men. <laughs> <laughs> Here come the men in slap. I know some producers listen to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Hollywood, Hollywood, are you listening? Are you paying attention? <laughs> Consider this the pitch meeting. Uh, okay, this next one comes to us anonymous from uh, an Instagram direct message. We love right? it. Uh, it says, uh, my mom is really bad at keeping track of her money, and every month she asks me for money, which is fine. Like, I live at her house and everything, but recently she's been needing more and more. Uh, parentheses. I usually will pay her $250 for the car insurance and $200 for weed every month. Uh, but last month she needed $1,000 from me because she didn't. I didn't read this before. That was oh, really, you didn't? No, that was really funny. Uh, uh, but last month she needed $1,000 from me because she didn't have money to pay our mortgage. And again, this month she just told me she needs another $1,000 for the mortgage. Like, what do I do? I don't know how to tell her I can't keep giving her all this money. And I feel I'm not able to save any because I always have to give my extra money to her. And she knows I have it and I keep doing it. So it's like she expects it now. I don't know. I don't want her to be sad, but also like <laughs> four question marks. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Huh. So um. and that's funny because you had mentioned earlier, like giving your mom money. And I know like in joking form, but I don't know. I like this is like real to me. And yeah, because basically what he was saying too, this, the writer was, you know, because he's like, I live with her now, but I'm trying to save to not live with her. But if I got to give her a thousand dollars every month, I can't <laughs> save to not live with her. And yeah. so it's like, you know, and I know, you know, it's, I lived with my mom for a while. Yeah. Like when I came back from college and of course it was in New York and I was like, oh, I got a bed in Harlem. I'm going to stay here. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, it came with like, it was very much like, okay, you will pay the following bills. Mm-hmm. But Welcome I knew that going in. Yes. And like, I knew that straight up. It's not the same as like, just like, uh, hey, uh, pass me a thousand dollars right quick. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, look, it's one of those things like you're going to have to either. It's like, yeah, it's if you say you have to say no, eventually be like, I I can't, I have to, I'm trying to move out. But also like, 
what's like get, get out <laughs> also move out that's also like like i know you're trying to save money but how much money do you got to save <laughs> especially if you live in a place where somebody has a thousand dollar mortgage i don't think it's that expensive <laughs> to rent <laughs> yeah also, um, like, but what happens i mean i think this is a this is where it's difficult it's like well what happens if that mortgage doesn't get paid yeah then both well, of you are out well that's the question but no I, she'll I, figure it out yeah, no mom I, I will find she, it from somebody else i think she's fine it's just now like it's it's one of those things where somebody it's just make things easier for them um it's kind of you have to just be straight up with your mom and be like hey um i've gotta not give you too much money (laughs) or or find another situation uh find another couch uh it's probably it's hard to be straight up with mom though you Mm -hmm. know it's so hard especially then when you live with her especially because as we hear from the weed they have a blurred lines relationship. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you give a mama money for weed, y'all hanging out. Yeah. So it's like it's like you guys are part friends, but obviously that's your mother. You're huh. living, you're living in her house. You are paying for like the car stuff. And so I think it can be so hard to just be like, like, because I feel that same way. Like my mom has asked me for money, and I don't say no. Mm-hmm. I don't say no. Yeah. It's also it's like you know just, at some point like it's what do you if you want to live by yourself, you just move in with your mom. <laughs> Yeah, it's like if, if I'm paying a thousand dollars, I better have a bedroom. <laughs> like I better, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna but throw wait. my weight around. <laughs> so, do you have like that direct relationship? Like, can you say like I can't just directly say things to my parents? <laughs> um, I can say things like I don't say things directly to my parents unless it's some unless it's something my my parents say something so terrible that I have to say the thing that negates it. For the most part, mm-hmm. I just don't give a shit. I'm not here to start a fight because it'd be a, mm-hmm. there'd be a million fights. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, So, but I definitely, I definitely know that the power structure is the, di- the dynamic has shifted, and I'm not, I'm not just, I'm not, a ch- I'm not like the child you can talk down to and say, tell them what to do with their life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Huh? Wait, when did that shift? Um, when I gave my mom money about a few years ago. <laughs> Cause like she would still talk shit to me on the phone. And I would just hang up. Uh, but now yeah. I, I, now I say, now I say shit back and she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd see. Okay. That's a little later than I thought. Cause I was going to say too. And it goes back to what you were saying. It's like, you got to move out in order to draw that line. Yeah. You know? it's, it's essentially probably the only way to do things because it's you she is doing you the ultimate favor of giving, of letting you intrude her, intrude her space as an adult. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's also like, hey, she gave birth to you. So that's, you'll never stop owing her. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. even though you never asked for it. Uh, <laughs> so it's but one don't of those, tell her that because then she'll slap you in the face. Yeah. It's just one of those things where you just have to find another situation where you can save money uh, for yourself. Because it's, it's essentially, it's, it's not one of those things that it's going to easily go away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I've got an idea. This is a genuine one. <laughs> All right. What if she asks for a thousand dollars and you say, I can give you blank. I can give you 500. And so like your timeline for moving out, it goes mm. longer, but you're also not cutting yeah. her off and True. Uh, instantly. True. It's probably can be done. Uh, yeah. Good luck to whoever this person is. Uh, negotiate. <laughs> uh, bring, bring, bring a lawyer in if you can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you also have to move Try. far enough away that she can't roll up on your doorstep. Because <laughs> I remember when you and I, our first apartment was only like 15 blocks from my mom's house. And you know I was called on to 
let Con Edison in to like, you know, do all this work in the house. Like it was like still like, and it's like, you got to be far enough away. Yeah. So that well, you are not on call. Cause she'll still ask you for money even when you move. Yeah. At, le- at least one town away. But was- at least when you move out, you're like, oh, I don't have that money because I have rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that's, a, that's the only reason I'd have children is so they can take care of me one day. Yeah. Um, I don't think mm-hmm. there's any other reason to have children. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I agree. What were we just watching? We just watched something where we were like, maybe we should. Oh, there was a John Oliver. Um, oh, there was yeah. a last week tonight thing about like nursing homes and assisted <laughs> living care facilities. And we looked at each other and we're like, should we have kids? So we so someone takes care. Of so us. we don't get abused in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. But I don't want a baby. So we said we decided we were going to adopt a teenager. Yeah. When so we, we are when we're in our 60s. We'll adopt a teenager. I was going to adopt a teenager, too. Yes. I was actually going to adopt like a squad of black teens. I was going to show up and be like, give me your sassiest teens. I want the, I will show up with uh, non-brand shoes and the ones that make the fucking meanest remarks, they're they're going with me. <laughs> By the way, not a bad idea for a TV show either, oh, yeah. folks. Oh my god. Who's listening? Oh mm-hmm. my god. But yeah, no, I think teens. I just think teenagers are great uh, because they they keep you young. Uh, they don't respect you, which is definitely, I don't want that from children. When children are just too nice, I don't trust them. Like British children <laughs> that are polite, that's a fucking demon. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> no, see, I hate teens. Teens are really scary. <laughs> I think not. teens are so mean and scary. Like if I, I remember like walking in New York, if I like passed teens on the street, I'd like kind of seize up for a minute and just be like, keep it quick. Look down, look down. Don't let them make fun of you. Don't let them make fun of you. Oof, See, I that's I was the, I was the opposite of that. Whenever a, t- a kid was mean enough, I'd be like, "What can I do to become that person's friend?" <laughs> especially Real? if it's oh my god, especially no, if no, it's no. a black if it's a black teen girl, I'm like, "What can I do <laughs> to learn like, her secrets?" You. The fact that you made up a whole song about my <laughs> outfit <laughs> just by looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> like right. that is that is a power that I want to bring to my side. It is yeah. it, it is a weapon that you can use to benefit you. <laughs> Wait, what's that about? Hmm? What's that about? Like what is it like that that attracts you to that? You like the It's evil. just it's just it's just it's just so beautiful. It's an art form. It's not appreciated for, like bullying is not appreciated <laughs> as an art form. And it is. <laughs> <laughs> Those those yeah. those mean kids like they're like there's bullies that are just like just hit you and run off but the ones that just talk shit in psychological warfare that is that is brilliance that is a future CIA spy that is somebody <laughs> who will topple governments down if you if you put if you point them in the right direction <laughs> and that's what you want to do you want to point them that's, in the right direction yes yeah. I want I want to give mm-hmm. black sassy teens an opportunity to use their skill set to make the world. A worse or better place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. I get, I get watching it. It's, it's. I don't want to be in the line of fire. Mm-hmm. I get like, like watching Electra read the lady in the, uh, oh, in, the yeah. in Long Island. Yes. Oh yeah, uh, we watched like, yeah the end of Pose. Yes. You know when mm-hmm. they go yeah to, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that that is a thing of beauty. Okay, so I so I understand it. I just like you know it's there's this um there's this tingle of fear because I don't want to be you even turned even on watching you. someone on TV. Even a, in a scripted TV show, watching someone, yeah. there's a tingle of fear that, like, what if she turns out <laughs> and sees me, and then I'm, and then I'm in the line of fire. I'm like, shit, shit. 
<laughs> I I live for those moments. I thrive in those moments. I because I like going toe to toe. I like yeah. I like, I like showing up to a shit talking session. Um, it's like mm-hmm. like it's not like because not I don't even like roasts. Because like roasts, like those are those are prepared. There's there's some mm-hmm. love in it. I want I want just I want acid spitting. <laughs> I, want, <laughs> I want I want impromptu improvised shit talking where there's no no rules. <laughs> and yep, yep. There's, there's a good chance someone's gonna walk away with my weave that's a kind of <laughs> paramount plus are you listening solomon is the new oh as the new jeff ross <laughs> spitting acid mm-hmm. all right let's do one more this is a voicemail okay hi naomi and andy um i'm julia i'm 27 i live in brooklyn um i'm calling with a roommate issue in question um, so I got a new roommate in August, which was its own total saga. Um, but me and my other original roommate found this guy who's a mutual friend. We vetted him. It's definitely not my preference to live with a man, but here we are. He's totally fine, except for this thing. So anyway, when he first moved in, he went through this wild series of unfortunate events. Like, I've not seen anyone go through this much personal personal like life tragedy on top of everything else so he's definitely going through a really hard time right now um he's definitely not like feeding himself well or maybe at all from what i can tell which is not really my business except this part is i would say so the one snack that he loves um and it's his self-proclaimed favorite snack he'll walk around the house and be like i love this which is wild to me, is um, he loves to eat handfuls of raw spaghetti. <laughs> raw spaghetti. It's crunchy. Okay, so for context, I have a little touch of misophonia, which is like um, with uh, certain small sounds, such as someone chewing raw spaghetti. <laughs> um uh, it incites like a rage reaction in me and mm-hmm. I can sort of like feel it like I experience it as pain in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is like a really weird mismatch between us. I definitely should have nipped it in the bud the first time he did it. But honestly, I was truly shocked that this is what he was eating. So I didn't say anything. <laughs> um, and now I'm not really sure what to do. I don't really know if the ship has sailed. I'm sure I should just bring it up. But honestly, he really seems like his happiest when he's like, he'll like, <laughs> like kind of hop around the house eating raw spaghetti. And I know he's going through this really hard time. So I, I want whatever happiness he can have. But it's really driving me up the wall. So any thoughts on how to broach the subject would be greatly appreciated. I also just wanted to you know, be able to vent that this is something that someone does. And one time he alternated eating the raw spaghetti with handfuls of almonds. And that was a moment where I left the house and took a walk. Anyway, thank you very much. Um, I hope you answer this question on the show. Bye. I, this is insane. I, this is one of the situations where I know everyone involved is white. Uh, <laughs> it, is, it is just like, huh? But what? it's just so much passive aggression that is truly unnecessary. But handfuls of raw spaghetti? Look, That's it's gross. Just, well, like, it's, what is even the flavor? It's the texture. Yeah, it's the, uh, the I mouth think feel. <laughs> the mouth in feel. end of the day, it's just you can say, hey. 
it bothers me when you do this. I will try to not be around when you're doing it. But if you can also avoid doing it around me, I would appreciate it. it but yeah, it's, it is, but essentially it's her problem. It's not right. his. It's, yeah. it's like, Unfortunately, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, you got to put in noise canceling headphones. Yes. I was going to say, <laughs> I mean, misophonia is real. Yeah. Like, and it's, um, no, it's real, but that's things that you have to tell people that up top. It's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's that's really like, no one is good. No one's going to be aware enough to that. Yes, the idea of eating raw spaghetti is insane, and but also if he's willing to share that piece of information, you should share. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. That, right the yeah. sound of that is one of the most annoying things in the world, and I feel like that's also something he's probably not surprised by. That somebody's like the sound of you eating raw spaghetti. <laughs> it infuriates me. And as a matter of fact, I as because I'm a person, certain sounds also cause me to be very mad. Like the sound of my mom eating cereal. I don't want to be around for it. I will, Mm. I want to burn the house down. And that's one of the, and it's just, uh, but I also, I walk, I walk away from it. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that's, it's, 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 it's it's essentially, you have to tell people what's going on. Right. And then the compromise is be like, Hey, uh, we should just be mindful. <laughs> but also, he needs to leave. Anybody who's r- walking around your house skipping and eating raw spaghetti. I love this. I love raw spaghetti. <laughs> and then he just hops around the house. He sounds terrible. Oh, no. He's for sure a serial killer in one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> and that might be the only thing that stops him from murdering. So maybe. <laughs> right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, maybe this is the last straw before he, you know, the last spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> the last spaghetti straw. What are you drinking? What? It's rice. What do you mean you're drinking <laughs> rice? It's raw rice. I can drink raw rice if I want. Like, it's just one of those things where I feel like people, like, when you live with people and their bad habits show up, and it's, uh, it's, this is why I'm just so. Like, I'm very happy to live with my brother because we have the same bad habits. So there's nothing he does that I don't do that I'm not this like I can't be disgusted by. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had a weird roommate? Many, uh, <laughs> so many, and they've I've I've almost I've had to <laughs> I've had to call the cops on one. I oh, wait, uh, why? Because he was swinging a bat at me. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I lived in so many flop houses uh, here and there. So it's always just like, there's always one person that's like, I've been secretly doing heroin uh, for the two months I've been living with you. And you're like, oh, tight. <laughs> I guess I have to deal. <laughs> I guess I have to deal with that real quick. Oh, my goodness. Or it's like, I drink malt liquor every night and I don't flush the toilet. <laughs> oh, no. So you're like, awesome. I guess that's something I like living. Don't live with men is what I recommend, honestly. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was going to say, before your brother, were you living alone? Yes. Okay. But I was also so, living, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been living with, it's just one of the things like if you, like, if you don't have the resilience to deal with the disgustingness of living with men, especially single men, because single men uh, have nothing to, um, to to be to get ready for or to live up to or to, to try for, yeah. no one <laughs> no one to impress so single straight men are hands down like the worst like no matter what they're going through you're gonna find something that they're like plates will disappear for months at a time <laughs> and just reappear with trauma that's the best <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's, I, oh yeah no. I had a roommate once he came from a very wealthy background and didn't um understand how to like keep a hat like do anything around the house like like care for it i remember (laughs) once there was like he wanted to clean the floor so we took like our spaghetti pot 
and put like bleach in it and just oh destroyed the pot. Oh my god! And then use that as like uh, to like mop. I don't. It was like I just remember like coming to like destroyed pots and pans. Oh, Jesus. I've I've woken up to uh, burnt mac and cheese on the stove because they left the thing on and almost burned down the house. In the oh process my of, god! Uh, it's it's just a list of things that you just right. kind of. You kind of just be like, when, when, once you agree to live with single straight men, you have to make a sacrifice. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so it's, uh, so it's just one of, and this is, just, in, in the grand scheme of things, chewing raw spaghetti, low level uh, <laughs> on right. what has been done in my, uh, in the premises that I paid money to live in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's funny how much of, uh, of these advice questions uh, boil down to, have a direct conversation with a person. Yeah, it is. It's it's sort of like the plot of every uh, like rom com, where it's like if you just said something, the movie would have been <laughs> over. It'd been like a ten minutes in if you're like, "Hey, I like you," and they're like, "Oh, me too." <laughs> yeah. I like you too. And then it's over. And then they. <laughs> I think people ask advice questions because they're trying to find an escape hatch for that direct yes. conversation. That well, the direct conversation is so uncomfortable for like ninety percent of the population that they will try anything else. Yeah. Before and, they have to have that conversation. And here's the thing is that the direct conversation is the best one. Like I do it I do it I'm I love confrontation. I love <laughs> I love making sure that anyone everyone in the world knows exactly how I feel about something because it's just truly Wow, what a waste of your life to just not tell people you don't like you don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> but have you always been direct like that? Oh yeah, I I think oh, it's okay. like I think it's I think my directness is it's so much to the point that people think like are you okay because you just seem <laughs> to just tell your truth and I'm like I thought that's the best way to live your life. That's why I tend not to be so stressed out so often. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You let it out. You let it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's also. I don't know. You wanted to live with, but it, cause it also sounds like too, it's like he's gone through something and it's like, which makes me feel like you're afraid to say something cause he might be volatile. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or like exactly. he might like have a ha- or he might be like sad or he might have a tantrum or he mm. might whatever. And it's like, I don't know. This person came in. Did this person sign a lease? Can they be out in 12 months? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you have kind of the option to, cause as you said, you didn't even want to live with a guy, but you were yeah. kind of stuck in the situation. So Either he goes or you go. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. But it's also like it's it might not even be a go away situation. And really like because you don't like you don't know what the next person is going to have. They might just they might eat they might eat cooked spaghetti, but then they also might throw some toes in there. We don't know. Like the world is a fucking <laughs> gross and dangerous, disgusting place. Um, so it's, it might be one of those things where if you just generally be like, hey, not around me. Yeah, this is my thing. Can you yeah. just accept my thing? Yeah. yeah, can you go yeah. snack in your room, you fucking lunatic? Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Try Yeah, and also uh, noise-canceling headphones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah. helps, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a handy one. Uh, but yeah. But also, you know what? People can learn to eat as raw-ass spaghetti in the goddamn streets like the fucking <laughs> hound he is. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine just walking down Bedford and just seeing someone walk <laughs> just chowing down on, <laughs> on some Ronzoni? Just a box of Ronzoni <laughs> open. Like eating, yeah, like like they were eating popcorn. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Just, just pull it out. Just pull it out for a folly. Look, One I've bow seen, tie at a time. I've seen Minnie Mouse smoke crack in New York. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 we've seen things in, in the streets of oh, New York. Yeah. And you're like, and not in Times Square. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Where was this? <laughs> 
Just just hanging out in Queens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss New York. Yeah, me too. Um, Solomon, thank you so much for gracing us, for blessing Aww. us. Thank yeah, you for truly. It was so a blessing for me too to see your faces. I know, so good to see you. Glad you're looking well and thriving, and we should all be so lucky, mm-hmm. honey. Men in slap and have a direct conversation. <laughs> Those are my two takeaways <laughs> for this episode. Producers, <laughs> you have our you have our contact information. Couplestherapypod at gmail.com. <laughs> okay, all right. we will we'll see, see you next, next week. Bye. Bye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.